and welcome to the More Than Roommates podcast. I'm Dan, here with my roommate, Graham. How are you doing today? Well, I'm feeling pretty good. Yes, considering we just recorded this entire episode and none of it actually recorded. I know, we bringing all the energy and the camera glitched out. But I will say, I'm much more awake now than I was when we first started earlier because this time change killing me yeah the lighting fantastic getting up in the morning when it's like super dark and just losing that one hour oof. yeah I'm, I'm getting too old for this like they they need to just like this needs to be the year legislature puts that bill through whatever that sunshine act was they need to just like pass it through oh i agree they leave it like this and then just be down on this back for it because i can't handle it for sure um excuse me so, for those of you who are watching the, the the podcast, you will notice that the backdrop is a little different. We are now up in our living room. Um, now it's a pain to set up and take down, but we will be having to do that for uh, the next few months. Months. Yeah, at least. I'm pretty sure. Because as we talked about, we are working on the basement. I'll include the video here. We actually took down all of the drop ceiling this weekend, so that was just fun. That was big. And we didn't stream at each other once. Like, that was, like, our smoothest. Like, that was, like, the biggest project we've done and the smoothest, I would say. Yeah. Demo's easy, though. Yeah, I was going to say that deck out there. That That was... That was it. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I'm proud of this. So this is actually the first episode that we're recording since we launched the channel. Everything that you've watched up until this point, it was all pre-recorded. So I will say I was so pleasantly surprised with the feedback that we got i think i was in my head about this but everyone was so complimentary all of our friends showed out to support so i want to thank you guys for actually watching he says thank you yeah real i know we i mean it's kind of a passion project wouldn't you say like yeah it's definitely something that i've been talking about something that i wanted to do for a while it's really hard to put yourself out there yeah um just you're open to criticism criticism and especially when people can see the view count you're like okay yeah oh we figured i mean worst case scenario we had the memories and we can look back on these videos one day and like see how young we looked and exactly we were at. just in our thought process yeah things i love doctors saying it i feel like since graduating high school most of my life has been documented i used to blog and working in the news so it's nice being able to just look back and see all those things so which is like the complete opposite for me yeah i have like oh man i think i've hidden all my old cringy youtube videos yeah like we were like just a little age gap between us you know those few years kind of made a difference for sure they were kind of like on the cusp you know, some people were like, I think like, wasn't Jenna Marble? She was like one of the first people on YouTube. Oh, for sure. I, I think she's like my age group. I think so. I never had the confidence to do any of the No, like I never, you know, that yes, wasn't me, you know, for sure. I But I do want to thank everyone that sent us, you know, positive words, all of that. Um, And I do want to go to one of our comments from Mike. He actually said, what's up, Mike? He used to watch me when I worked on the news and he's just followed me and been a good supporter but he asked um what we do separately oh which I almost 
responded in the comments and was just like, not much, but I told him we would talk about it. Um, so yes, we do most everything together. We just enjoy each other's company. We like the same foods, you know, all that. Our friend group smash. Yeah, we've got a lot in common. I think that's like critical for sure. Oh, for sure. Because we, if we didn't have as much in common, we would have been tired of each other. And I think it just kind of a testament, you know, that like, yeah, I do get along so well. Right. I know. With that said, we do every once in a while, like do our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. I for sure, every Thursday night, I play video games with my brothers and some old high school friends. So I do got to give a shout out right now to my brother, Steven. Yeah. He actually designed the logo, the uh, pepper girls, yeah, all of that. And his friend Nick designed the animation for the intro slide. So thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I don't know any of any of this. So yeah, graphics are not my forte. So thank you guys for that. Their information is linked. Steven um plays a bunch of retro games. And so during our game nights, he records. So funky games, F-N-K-Y. There's no U, funky games. Um, search that on YouTube. I make guest appearances every once in a while, but Oh, they've got all the nostalgia to yeah. Like if you're into like retro gaming, please check them out. So, yeah. So that's one thing that we do separately. I mean, I've gotten you to game a lot more than you used to, but uh, I would still say that's mainly my my thing. Um, I love to bake, as we know. Oh, yeah, Daddy sourdough. Oh yeah, <laughs> my sourdough is in crisis right now. Um, it's not looking too good. I'm trying to. Layer Trudy, are you listening? Yeah. We we might need like uh, some more of sourdough starter. She's coaching me through it. My friend that gave me the starter is telling me how to revive it. So hopefully I can bring it back to life. But you do some other stuff. Yeah. I mean, like before we met, like I kind of lived at the gym. And uh, like that's kind of the. I feel like I drag you sometimes, but most times. But it's just kind of a you know one of those things where you're tired. Like it's hard to like motivate yourself. You know, at this point after work, like I feel so productive and like ready to take on a world at like two p.m. You know, I feel like I feel like I've worked enough, and then like I'm ready to like get some physical energy. You know, spent. But then it's just like, okay, I'm like sitting here, you know, and I have like a lot of, you know, work that I really truly enjoy, but it just like to some extent, you know, like by the time you're done, you're exhausted. You yeah. get home and you want to eat, you want to like, we don't see each other over there, so we want to hang out. Yeah, yeah, it is. I feel like most days I text you around like one or two and I'm like, I'm so ready to hit the gym. And then every time when you get home, the, it's a, the bed. The bed, the inside, bed. or just like you want to sit for yeah. a little bit, but we're getting mm-hmm. into it. You're teaching me the ways. It is hard though. I f- I feel like that was kind of where we would differ a little bit too. I know you want to just get the gym knocked out earlier, and I hate being around big crowds at the gym. Like I have zero patience. Like I want to stick to my workout, you know, plan. Like you start using these apps and like. I don't want to be rearranging this stuff because machines are taken. So, you know, when I was, you know, a single guy, I'd, you know, work like I do, but I'd come home, you know, eat, maybe watch a little Netflix, take a little nap. And um, I'm kind of like a, a later gym goer. So, yeah, I'd rather just get it out of the way. 
But yeah, so sometimes I'll do that on my own. I do like to roller skate on my own. Sometimes. Yeah, I love roller skating with you too. Don't get me wrong. It is it's like really fun, but just like vibe out with your AirPods. Yeah, for sure. Listen to music, you know. I always end up running into like a bunch of people I know too. So it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, I'm sure you'd get annoyed if like we kept stopping and saw to everyone. Very cool. But one of our listeners, a uh, friend from high school, Katie, she actually, uh, or Caitlin, she actually saw me eat it because I saw her. I was like, hey. And then I was like going downhill and this is like pre knowing how to like stop. You know, I never talked about this a little bit, but uh, yeah. I'd be causing you to fall for sure. Oh my gosh, you almost took me down last summer. Yeah, fell and you grabbed my backpack that uh, <laughs> it like pulled me back, pulls yourself up, and I. It was a natural reflex. There is no malicious intent. I know, but I'm so sad. What the hell? I was surprised I'd kept us both up. Like I thought I was both going down. It is. Yeah, she needs a real aggressive stretch. She went to work today. She goes to work with Graham. Yeah, and I think we told everyone that, right? On her. Yeah, I think we had. But if, if we haven't, yeah, she's a uh, working girl. A couple days a week. The good old hybrid and take your poochie to work any day you want to take her. Yeah, so I am going to pause it really fast just because now I'm paranoid yeah. that it's not recording. So give us one second. That is fair. Okay, so we wanted to talk about for this episode, first jobs. We've talked a lot about me being a reporter, but we want to take it back to the high school days. High school, high school. Graham and Dan. Oh, yeah. So what jobs did you have? Food industry, baby. Oh, yeah. Sandwich artists over here at the queue. I won't drop the, the full names. Okay. I don't know. For Kim, Kim, can I drop the name? I mean, if you want to. I mean, it's like the franchise son I did. The franchise that I worked at is long gone. Yeah. But um, yes, Quiznos is still around. And uh, I really miss their food. I'm not going to lie. I worked there for probably two and a half years. Not once did I ever get tired of their food. I don't and ever eaten at Quiznos. No. That sandwich place for sure. We had one for a while, but it did go out of business quite early. So then they went to Subway. Yeah. There's a reason for that, but we can, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a, another story for probably not this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we want to talk about the fun stuff. So you worked at Quiznos. Yeah. So I started when I was 16, going on 17. And I think I worked there until I was 19. So I caught like tail end of like i think like my sophomore year of high school no junior year i think but i worked there like two years in high school for sure okay and what else did you do and then after that i worked for a frame shop took like a picture framing you know and then it was actually a really fun job too i really very much enjoyed that but got to be the sales guy got to be like the artist sort of like you kind of had to know a little bit about color theory and you know how to make people's you know pictures or paintings or whatever project they brought in like you really had to have a good knack and an eye for picking the frame matting you know all that stuff that's pretty cool so so yeah sibilla spill the tea what's up? Oh, some gossip stories yeah gosh taking it back to the queue okay oh, man Making some a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, a lot, a lot to unpack here. Okay, for sure. So, um, the sin I forget. So the store owner at the time, uh, uh, 
I'm assuming their reason was probably cheap labor, but uh, they love to hire work release chicks, mostly from the women's prison. Okay. And there was also, I think, like one guy from the prison at one point who I'm pretty sure wanted to stab me at one point. But you, you, they do this to like kind of allow the people to get back in society, but just to integrate them for sure. You know, give some experience that shows, hey, you know, they're working and they're ready to like get back and integrate themselves into the world. So. And I actually met a lot of cool people. Like, I really don't think there was one that I didn't like. Yeah. Other than all of that. I, there, was, there was one that really liked you, right? A couple, I think. I don't know. There was, there is one. I think she went to prison. I don't know. She, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say all that. Okay, yeah. But yeah, she, very pretty. <laughs> but cool. Uh, I will say... Probably like the wildest story from this whole existence of my time at Quiznos was we like ran out of, I think like lettuce or tomato or like we were really low on stuff. And uh, the chick who was on work release was like the ship lead. And uh, she sent me over to Heidi to like pick up, you know, some extra permits or whatever, right? So she gave me a list. And then she also wanted nutmeg, which I thought, okay, like, we don't use spices here, you know, like, yeah. everything is either, like, a dressing base or, you know, whatever, right? Right. So I was like, what is a nutmeg for? And she's like, oh, just get it. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, like, can you give me the money? You know, show me the money. No, love. So got back, got everything unpacked that we needed, you know, to kind of get through the lunch rush or dinner rush or whatever it was that night. And um, then I was like, okay, what are we doing with this nutmeg? Like, is this like the secret sauce? No. It turns out you can get high on nutmeg. Oh my God. And she told me that if you ingest like uh, I don't know, like, I've never snorted or done nutmeg, or I don't know if that's how they do it, I could have just made that up, but that's what the thing this person said, I was like, wow, geez, I guess I could kind of see that, that's wild, so I, that's crazy, but my first job, I worked at an ice cream shop, is frozen custard, which there is a difference, I don't know the difference, but there is a difference, and it's eggs, right, I, don't they just put eggs? I know there was an egg shortage and it was affecting us. So there's something in there, but maybe there's egg and ice cream too. I don't know. I don't know. We'll look that up. Different than Froyo, but it is frozen custard. And I remember it, I had just started. I was working the window and I had never experienced it where a guy gave me extra cash so that he would have whole change back. So like... He gave me an extra quarter so I wouldn't give him like two pennies or something like that. And I had never had that happen before. And if you know me, I am horrible at math. And so I was glad to take the the partner that works of numbers is someone that can handle that. Yeah. And so I just kind of thought for a second, I was trying to figure it out. I'd never had this happen before. And he looked at me and he's like, You go to public schools, don't you? Ooh. Like Burn. I was like, dude, that was uncalled for. Right. But yeah, I, I, that's that me. Honestly, like I my I grew up Catholic, so I went to private school all the way through. And um, 
I feel like I had a really great education, like me versus my brother who went to public school. I had always had so much more homework than you did. But what always astounded me with public school, I felt like you had like a lot more opportunities. Like Plus. he could have taken like auto shop. Like that was not anything we could have taken. Like there were, it seemed like the curriculum had like more opportunity for different Yeah. Things. So I don't really understand the hate. I mean, uh, no, I feel like it's maybe just a general statement. Yeah, I stand by it, but this is like, it's come at me. I was like, oh, that's stuck with me. And then another instance was, so it was a tiny little shop where all the customers were on the outside and we were on the inside. So they would come up to the window and it was just a one room thing. And one summer it was storm. It, it was horrible. And the tornado siren started going off. So we all, all six of the employees go into the um, walk-in freezer because it's the safest spot and the sirens are going off it is just like the wind is whipping around and we hear this banging on the window and I'm like oh gosh there's someone that's stuck out here so I run to the front and I like pull the window open and trash cans are flying everywhere like limbs are coming down and the guy's like can I get a large and I'm like no I'm like get a break yeah they're like like what at the, yeah, and the sirens are blared. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the, like, the tornado was touching down. So okay, you know you're in the Midwest. Yeah. Like, custard comes before safety. Yeah, I knew. So, you, you know, you, y'all know. Yeah. Y'all from the Midwest know how y'all are. Yeah, I was like, um, no. And so I slam it shut, and I run back in there. I'm like, I, I was stunned. What devil. <laughs> But I will say I loved working at the ice cream shop. Like everyone's in a good mood, even though I was working with the public and working with food. Take me back. I would, I cannot wait to retire. That's what I think I'm going to do. So I just loved it so much. Um, but another job I had was I worked in a factory or not a factory, in a warehouse. And I got paid, I think, 36 cents for every piece of paper I folded. And so it wasn't like folding a piece of paper in half and there's 36 cents. I had to like do like an accordion fold and then like put it in a slit. And how many paper cuts did you get? Oh my <laughs> And my fingers were so a little swollen and sore. No. But it was one of those situations, if you've seen the Drake and Josh episode, or which was also a remake of the I Love Lucy episode where they're working on the girl, like millennial load. Yeah. I watched a little bit of it with my cousins when I I'm surprised you didn't watch I Love Lucy. Oh, I Love Lucy, yes. Say sure, but and then Drake and Josh. Okay. Well, they remade an episode where they're working and the conveyor belt is going and they're like, one piece of sushi goes through here and you lose your job, you're fired. It was like that situation. If you didn't fold enough pieces of paper, they would tap you on the shoulder and tell you to go home. So I haven't. I loved it. I put my headphones in and I was I I would have gotten fired so fast. And I loved it. Oh, it sounds so boring. It was such an incentive to work hard, though. Like I was like, I think I made a thousand dollars in four days. That's impressive. Yeah, but I couldn't have done. And it wasn't like I could do that job endlessly. It was they were only paying that rate because they had a big order come in and they were on a tight deadline. So it was like. The shop had messed up, so they just hired a bunch of people, and they're like, we have to get this done by next week, so work fast, and if you're not working fast, you can go home because there's no point in having you here. So if I could work that job more often, it was, but I went back a couple times, and 
but the the rate wasn't like that. It yeah. was usually like eleven bucks an hour, which was so good. Yeah, it was hard work. Like that was shoot, that was more than I was making as a saint. It was more than I was making as a reporter. <laughs> Years later, so, but I loved that that job too. So that really helped me out. And then yeah. um, the other job I did was I had a family friend that she would pay me to come power wash her house. She paid me way more than yeah it was one of those situations like she paid me way more than she should have been paying me and as soon as i yeah exactly i was playing it up um because as soon as i would finish a job she would come up with a new job and i just kept doing i organized her house but she kept paying me so that was how i was able to buy my first car oh yeah it was i i've been in the, the the first car that was shagging when it shag. It was a 99 Dodge Ram van 1500. Just to clarify, it did have windows. It did have windows. And it was like a green forest emerald kind of. Yeah, it was not a white creepy. It wasn't too creepy. It, too creepy. It had mood lighting and the bed yeah. sheets folded into a bed. It was amazing. I loved it. It was, um, I think it was $2,000 and it only had 70 thousand miles on it because it was a pizza delivery van that the guy never ended up using it so it just sat and so there i was full mileage for the car that it was like a little t 18 plus years old yeah so i lucked out i loved it it lasted for quite a long time but i got it when i was car hunting i could not find anything in my price range i had saved up two thousand dollars and I went to eight car lots and I only got to test drive one car. And I think it was like an 88 something. It was insane. And I'm like, I looked at my dad. It had a, a back telephone. Hello. That's dope. I was like, I'm like, this is my price range. And so that's when I looked on Craigslist and I was able to find it. But I did find a van before the one that I bought. And you guys watched. You got to tune in on the video because I'm going to include some of the van. But it caught fire when my mom and I were test driving it. So it was this red van. It was red. It had these white stripes. It looked like something out of a rock band, like carpeting. And we started it up and it started up fine. And then it started smoking in the engine. And it ended up that there was a beehive in the engine and it and caught a fire. As the bees started flying through the it the bet it's so we had to where you guys were sitting hold on my monitor i think you're no we hadn't even put it in drive it was just oswat really it's a flaving bees are coming through and so my mom uh, i and the the dealer were like how get out so we'd like dive out and then the the company's moving all the cars to get away from this it went up in flames so i took a video of it the fire trucks are coming down by so my mom and i are just like watching it burn down and the guy comes up, he's like, was there another car you wanted to look at? I'm like, if I were you, I would have been like, dude, you probably should have just let your entire lot burn up. Collect that and instead, but you don't know how to pick vehicles, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, just like, he's like, do you have one another one? I'm like, do you have another van? He's like, no. I'm like, I think it's probably a good thing you didn't have another van. Yes, but no. Yeah, I ended up with the green van it so much it lasted so long i didn't have to put any money into it but i did break down on me a couple times and this is a crazy story so i'm going to check one more time that it's recording give me one second
we're back. So we're back. The van, it lasted all through college. It lasted while I had this reporter job. It got to the point where the air conditioning wasn't, well, the air conditioning never worked, but my window broke. The window was permanently down. Yes. And so I talked, I talked a little bit about like the financial situation I was in. I was hurting for money. I refused to ask for help, but I was broke boy. I was, yeah, I was struggling. (laughs) And so, uh, the van broke down one, but I guess backtrack, there was a night that we had a severe winter storm and um, it was very icy. And so I um, was reporting all night. I didn't get off. Well, we got off work around midnight and we were leaving the news station and my coworker was in front of me and instantly she slides off the road into a ditch. So I pull over and I sit in the car with her until she can get a ride home. So now it's like two o'clock in the morning and I am exhausted and the van is rear wheel drive. So it is horrible on the ice. And so I am like freaking out, but I have to get home to make sure I can take the dog out. And so I'm like going through intersections. I like, there were a couple times I just slid all the way through an intersection. Like I couldn't stop. I make it all the way to my driveway for the apartment and it's on a hill and I have to turn on the hill. And I start turning and the wheels slide and I start sliding sideways down the hill. And I'm just on the other, on the crest of a hill. And it's, I take up both lanes and I, my car gets stuck. And so I jump out of the car and every time a car is coming up over the hill, I'm like, get over, get over. Cause there's no way they would be able to stop. Ooh. So I'm out there. It was a horrible night. Eventually a, a police officer comes and they block the road and then. I'm sitting in their car warming up and I'm just telling them like, yeah, I just got off work. It's been a long night. And so she calls a tow truck and she goes up to the tow truck driver and tells him my story. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to charge you. And I'm like, no, 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 let me, like, all he had to do was he, I was literally at the driveway. So he just yanked it up the driveway. Like he didn't have to do anything, but I was still like, let me give you like 50 bucks, something, you know, he's like, no, 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 take my card. And if you or your friends ever get in trouble, please use my tow service. I'm like, that's fair. I got you. I got you. Suck the good word. Yeah. So um, it ended up that like a year later, my van broke down. So I call up my, my tow truck friend and I'm like, hey, I'm stalled here. And he comes to look at it and he's like, well, you know, I work on cars and after my work, he's like, I think I could fix this. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yes. So I'm like, okay, well, if it starts to get too expensive, like you got to call me because I don't have money to like dump into this. And then if it still doesn't run, you know, I'd I'd be out of luck. So I gave him $200 to run off of. And I was like, call me once you know more. And so he drives me home and drops me off. And where we live, there's no Ubers. Like there's very limited. It was $30 to Uber to work one way. So I was spending $60 Ubering. Batching more than makes 60 of it. No, but I was in my, I was, this was the most like stressed out I've ever been because there was obviously a big bill coming from the van and then I was draining my bank account and I worked odd hours. So you can only get so many free rides from friends and days passed and I didn't hear from this guy. 
So I started calling him and I didn't hear from him. A week passed. And I'm like, did I just pay someone to steal my car? Wow, yeah. And so finally, on Friday, he calls me and he's like, hey, Dan, um, it's been a really busy week. I haven't even looked at your van. Oh, rip. Keep in mind, I'm spending 60 bucks a day just getting to and from work. And I'm like, I told him, I'm like, dude, this isn't like a, a weekend project thing. Like, this has to happen. I'm like, I appreciate all the help. Can you t- drop it off at like a mechanic that he can just work on it right away? I'm like, this isn't like my second car. This is my only car. And um, he's like, no, I think I can do it. So he got to it. Uh, he wasn't able to do all of it, but then he did take it to a mechanic and they were able to get it up and running. It was like, I think a thousand dollars, which is still better than buying a new car. Jerry, but you also spent how many hundreds of dollars signed to like an Uber. I know. They, and that is it's a vicious cycle. It is. And that's how I say the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor because if you don't have transportation, like it is such, like I felt so trapped, you know? And then on top of that, my license ex- expired. And if, you know, if your license expired for too long, you have to like retake the test. So I didn't know how long I was going to be without a car. So I walk all the way to the DMV. It was like a 30 minute walk in the summer. And I didn't have a fourth piece of identification. And so they're like, no, you can't get it. And I was like, I freaked out. I pulled something up and I was like, can you listen? I was like, can you scan my phone? And they're like, no, I, I, I've never been so defeated. It was just lipstick. I know I felt, I'm not a, a Karen, but I was just like, please. I like, I remember I walked out. I was just like, okay, it's not going to happen. I walked out and then I ran back in and I was like, please, please. Like I, I need a win this week and they wouldn't give it to me. Yeah. So it was a wasted wow. trip. It was a longer walk back. I'll tell you that, but it eventually worked itself out. Yeah. Off the yes. So speaking of Karens, okay. Uh, going back, we're gonna harken back to our first first jobs. Yeah. So I definitely remember my first Karen. I I kind of hate the term Karen. It is. It's kind of laid out. Yeah. We'll just say yeah. Bro, that rude cussed. Okay. So um, there was this older couple. They were probably like you know like my grandparents' age at the time. And here I am, like a sixteen-year-old kid, just learned the menu. Like they, the queue made you memorize the entire menu. Wow, which I was kind of impressed. Like I didn't think that I could do it, but it helped. I actually memorized That's all good. that. That didn't hurt. But anyway, so I'm the one. Like they're trying to train me to like. They, they had two people on the first line, one that would like cut the bread and put the meat on or sauce or whatever. And then the second person would put, you know, way out whatever else or whatever, right? So they're trying to like train me to take the order, you know, first in command or whatever. And um, this couple, like, they were just, they had this air of just negative energy, you know, like the second they walked in, I felt like I was like prejudged, you know, like I, and I had a baby face too back then, yeah. you know, especially. So they're probably thinking, oh, this is just some kid, you know, or whatever. So, you know, they take, I like start taking their order and, um, you know, they can order a specific sandwich, but I still would ask, you know, okay, do you want everything that comes on it? And they were just so rude the whole time, like, I finally 
like I, in my mind, I was just picturing myself like popping up on top of that, like cutting counter and just jumping over tackling them. Like I was so irritated. It's like, yeah, just trying to do their job. I'm just trying to do my job. Like, I'm going to take a chill. Like, I need gas, but yeah, but yeah. Like, I'm just trying to make a sandwich, dude. Yeah, it's not that big. But uh, anyway, so finally, like, the, the one of the, I think, like, nine shift manager, she could see that I was, like, about to, like, freak out. So she came and, you know, swapped with me or whatever. And I just glared at them the whole time. And, and then I, like, got my, my, like, little revenge. Like, I put, like, minuscule amounts. Like, I, yeah. I underweight their beat. Yeah. Put a little, you know, little less of everything on it. It was my final FU rebel. Yeah, big rebel over here. That's fine. This, we had, it was, I still don't completely understand this interaction we had, but we had a customer. He was this big guy. He was huge. And he looked very intimidating. And I remember we all got like a weird vibe from the start. And I wasn't working the window. I was like scooping the custard. And um how it worked was they would order and then the person at the window would physically turn around to call out like i need a three scoop column da, 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 you know so he asked for something and she turned to tell to like tell us what he wanted and she dives into the window reaches in and grabs a fistful of straws oh. bends them and puts them in his pocket and looks at us why is he bent you just like bend them all in half and put them in his pocket and then looked at us. They'd probably break. They're just yep. plastic straws. Yep. And then he looked at us like he didn't do anything. And like she screamed when he like, because he like, yeah, I think someone's coming in to attack you. So he just dove in, grabbed him, and then look, oof. And so we were just like, okay, if we made his dessert, like, what do you do? Like, give us your those straws back. <laughs> you know, like, it was very odd. I, I, Especially it again when jobs like that, usually it's you know younger people like it meant teens, like it, it's not worth confronting. So, no, overslip straw, like sickless straw. So, it was real aggressive, but it was just not aggressive enough for us to be like calling it, yeah, slamming this door at this point. We didn't want to make more of a scene, so I'm like, here's your purple icy man, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, but that one was a very odd one, yeah. Man, I have so many stories. I know. So I'm going to backtrack again. And remember how I told you there was one gentleman who uh, was from like work or at least from like the men's prison, the one that wanted to shank me, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So um, picture this. It's like summer and we're staying open late and there's like this whole huge mad rush of people just in and out all day long like usually there'd be like some dead times you know like an hour at least where whoever was trying to get the dishes on could go catch up but um all day long we're just flying through like these big like i don't know they were like four court or i don't know how big they were they were probably way bigger than that i'm not very good at measurements but we went through all these meat containers and uh I'm not even kidding. There were stacks. There were like multiple stacks, pretty much floor to ceiling. And that wasn't everything. Like there was other stuff, you yeah. know, like just sitting there pending to be launched, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the the dude from, you know, work release, I think his shift like started at like five. And I think I worked like two to like 10 or like two to 11 p.m. or something, which 
By the way, that's kind of ridiculous shit for like teenagers. Teenager, you know, and at least it was the summer and I didn't have class or anything. But anyway, so the dude comes in and um dinner rush kinda happens and um, you know, the the store man or not the store manager, but whoever was, you know, running with store on that man, like immediately put him on dishes and then I think they kept whoever else you know, was there during the day. They stayed late too, because we were just we weren't gonna get everything done, right? Wow. So um eventually we were running out of clean sandwich screens, which they're like little mesh metal things that we would put the sandwich on and it would go through the toaster to like that was like the whole shtick with Quiznos, right? The t- toast. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I think I took like a container back to like give him the wash and uh he like was busy with his hands you know deep in dishes so i tried to like gently just set it down i knocked everything over like it came down like jenga how like they were like hollow buckets just like bouncing everywhere and this dude goes oh you you mother you know and i was just like and i like Sort of laughing, like I didn't know what to do. Yeah, the big thing I nervous. It wasn't even nervous. It was kind of funny though. But like when I actually locked it, I was like, "Damn, that was." Funny. <laughs> but um, I was kind of worried for my safety for a minute there. Oh God, that is horrifying. Yeah. Okay, I think I've got my last one, and then we could wrap this up. But we had one day that was like our Super Bowl. We were the busiest. We. Like if like we braced for this day, do you so think about it, everyone comment what holiday you think is like the biggest in the ice cream world. Do you do you have a guest? Ooh, but what if I spoil it? You've told me before. Oh, you know which one it is? I'm pretty sure. Okay, the don't say. Yeah, let's let let's let dare her. Yeah, comment below. You know, is it St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh, I definitely know what it is. Okay. And it Yeah. It's Mother's Day. Oh. Is that, yeah, it's insane. Like we would have like a carnival amusement line of people wrapping like corkscrew around the building. And I'm like, I I would figure if I pulled up and saw that line, I would have driven away. But no, we would have people that were waiting in line like two hours to get some ice cream on Mother's Day. Oh yeah. It was like, people don't care. Yeah. I The day worked us true. Yeah. It was, uh, they're frozen custard. Yes. And I would have gotten fired for saying that. No, but yeah, it was insane. We would always be like, that was like the worst day of the year. We would, everyone would be pulled in that day. It's crazy. Okay, I think I've got one more story with my other job when I worked at Michael's in the frame shop. Okay. And I can wrap it up. It was a really funny story about how I quit. I say really funny, but people are probably going to be like, oh. yeah. But actually, yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell the story. So, it's and I worked at this job for probably four and a half, five years. Like it got me all the way through college pretty much. And then um I continued to work there. Like even once I got into my field, you know, after I graduated. Yes. I I liked it. I had like a solid customer base, people that said they only wanted to come back and, you know, work with me. Wow. Um, so and I just enjoyed what I did. You know, it wasn't making me rich by any means but it was so pleasant you know yeah. until we got a store manager who just kind of came in you know like 
he was a good looking guy. Um, so I thought, okay, like he looks like he might be chill. He was not at all. He caused so much drama. I don't even remember everything that he did, but I hated him because it, he had like he. We had this stupid point system where if you were like more than like a few minutes late, you would get half a point, and then eventually when you'd get to like five points, they would just fire you know, for whatever. It didn't matter how long you'd been there. They no grace, you know. It was kind of uh, crazy. Well, when I started, you know, my full-time job, I was processing like financial transactions and any money we have come in, we had to get that money and applied and on the market, you know, same day. So there were a lot of cases where I'd be calling over to my part-time job saying, hey, they're keeping me here, you know, like, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to be late. Wow. So uh, I, I loved my frame shop manager too. Christy was amazing. But uh, out of Christy, yeah, shout out to Christy, yeah. But she kind of gave me a head side. She was like, "Uh, oh, by the way, you're at like four points or whatever." Oh no! And um, she's like, "Yeah, the store manager is probably gonna talk to you." And I'm like, "Okay." So I'm at work, you know, at my you know full time job, and I like drafted up this whole you know letter, like a resignation letter, really is what it was. And um, I was just like, you know what? If he's going to act like this, I don't need to be in that situation, you know? It was just like I was working all day long and then having to go directly to another part-time job and working for four or five hours. I had, like, no evening, you know? So I was just like, whatever, it's time to go, right? So uh, I show up to work the next day, you know, and I have that ready to go. And Chrissy was, like, tearing up because she knew that I, I told her I was like I'm sorry Christy I can't do this and I love you but like I'm done you know so she was pretty upset store manager comes back to the frame shop like with just this smug facial expression like you could tell like he was ready to like you know what I mean like he thought he was kind of blindside me you know but luckily Christy had my back so um can't even remember what he said now, but uh, he um, he was like, "So uh, I gotta talk to you about your attendance or whatever." And I literally looked at him, just like dead face, and I like pulled the letter of resignation out and just slammed it in front of him. And then uh, he like kind of like did that, like kind of got red from what I remembered, and. Uh, he read it, you know, like it was just silence. And I was just sitting there looking at Christy, like, okay, well, how is this going to play out? You know, like, yeah. are they going to escort me out of the building? <laughs> but he was like, oh, wow, uh, you must be a Houdini or something. Like, you must have read my mind. And I said, yeah, now watch my disappearing act. Oh, and Christy was like kind of crying. And then she goes, Hoop. like, you could tell she kind of wanted to laugh. That, that is incredible. Yeah, and it was oof. And then I, I pieced out of that. Be that's awesome. That's, those, that's incredible. That's like the dream way to exit. You know, I didn't want to burn the bridge, but yeah. And sometimes you gotta do that. Really, like, am I ever gonna work there again? No, no, yeah. no. Probably. I hope not. Yeah, right. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But shout out to Christy. Yes, you're back. Yeah, love you, Christy. 
Well, I think that will do it for episode five. Bye. Yeah, we made it through. Technically, it could be episode six since we've had to re-record this one. If. But um, thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. So please interact. It really helps us out. You know, like, subscribe. Also, rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star. Please. Yeah, we appreciate it. And then uh, comment if you want us to talk about anything. Yeah, we're, we're open for ideas. Whatever you want us to talk about, within reason. Within reason. Think about it. Yep. Okay, peace out. Bye. Thank you.